You are wrong to another edition of Jesus the Way, the Truth and the Life with Dr. Dayo Otukoya. This program is built to take you on a spiritual journey where you become a certified winner in all aspects of life using Jesus as a guiding compass. So, get ready to bask in the banquet of liberation, transformation, light and knowledge through Christ. And now, Dr. Dayo Odukoya. To Jesus, the way, the truth and the life. I'm your host, Dayo Odukoya, or just simply Daddy D. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, in the precious name of Jesus of Nazareth, we bless your holy name. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, we beseech you, my Heavenly Father, send your word again to us and deliver us from every appointment of destruction in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You're welcome again. Today's topic is the veil of the temple was rent, that is torn. The veil of the temple was rent. That's the title for today. We're going to be exploring this more after we've situated the theme for this broadcast, which is titled Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. What exactly does this mean? I mean, what is the meaning of this? Now, the first thing we need to understand is that Jesus is the way the way to God and the only access to eternal life. Acts chapter 4 verse 12 says, There is neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. It can be clearer than this. So following Jesus takes us upward and forward until we are in perfect unity with God. God is daily confirming his word. It's not subject to controversy. You just watch and you see that these words are true because daily God is confirming his word. Secondly, we need to understand that Jesus is the truth. The, word, the reason is simple. The, the word of God is the truth and Jesus is the word of God. John chapter 1 verse 1. So Jesus is the truth. And something very interesting about the truth when compared with facts is that truth is eternal. We are fact, we are, I mean, whereas facts are changeable. They're temporal, those scientific facts. So the, the wisdom therein is that it is, great, it is a great display of wisdom to build our lives on the truth because whatever you build on the truth will last for eternity. And what is the truth? The Word of God, which is Jesus. So build your life around the Word of God, even around Jesus and on Jesus. And you can be rest assured you are building everlasting legacies, the true legacies. You are building true legacies. Hallelujah. Then finally, Jesus is life. We are discussing the theme for this broadcast is Jesus the way, the truth, and the life. So Jesus is also life. Life connotes health and soundness. And of course, you have that in Jesus. But beyond living long and in good health on earth, I also want you, we also want you to understand that Jesus is the source of eternal life with God. You can see that in John 3, 16, for God so much loved the world that he gave his only begotten son to us so that whosoever believes in him should no longer 
that, but have everlasting life. The program and agenda of God for us is everlasting life with Him. There's another everlasting life in hellfire. You will not end your life or your eternity in that place in Jesus' name. That's why it's good to pay attention to what we are saying. And then you can also see it in 1 John 5, verses 11 to 12. That scripture, I love it so much. It says, and this is the record, that God has given us eternal life. And this life is in his son, Jesus. So when you have Jesus, you automatically have eternal life. Jesus is that tree of life. May you not miss that for anything in the world in Jesus' name. But beyond these three dimensions, we also it's also important to understand that this program has been specially put together by God for your healing. You know, you can see that in Psalm 107 verse 20, he sent his word and healed them. That's why God is sending this word your way. Every word of God has the power to heal and to deliver from every appointment of destruction and affliction and all forms of afflictions. All you need to do is just pay attention and regularly listen to this word. Then meditate on what you hear and then you will catch a revelation, which when you apply will bring a revolution or a change in that situation. I see God changing your situation for the better in Jesus' mighty name. So your word of healing is come. I mean, it's coming. And I pray that the Lord send that word to you in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Finally, you need to also understand that this program has been put together to help you to discover, develop, and deploy your gifts and your talent. The three vital deeds of talent that will help you to be fulfilling. That because we are saved to serve. You know, your fulfillment is in it. God has programmed those talents and giftings in you. He does not require, or it's not until you go to a former school or attend a former school before you can serve God. And that is not to say going to former school is not good. But just look at Joseph. Look at Esther and so many others like that. You know, they, they, they were able to they turn the whole world upside down for God. And so it's very important that you discover your talent on time develop it and deploy it. That's what this program is set for. Hallelujah. So if you want to know more about all this, you know, you can get across to me through my contact details. I'll be sharing with you at the end of this message. I am too sure your life will not remain the same as you begin to regularly listen to Jesus the way, taking the world around the world. I'll be right back. I worship you. You are here. Working in this place, I worship you. I worship you. You are here, moving in a mist. I worship you. I worship you. You are here. Working in this place, I worship you. I worship you. You're welcome back. This is Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. I'm your host, Dio Dukoy, or just simply Daddy D. Now, the topic for this week, like I've said before, is the veil of the temple was rent. The veil of the temple was rent. Mm. This is an interesting topic. And I'm too sure that by the message of God, you will catch a lot of revelation that will bring supernatural turnaround in your life in the precious name of Jesus. So, why don't you get on board with me? Now, the anchor scripture for this title is Matthew chapter 27, where we got the inspiration for this title. It's taken from Matthew chapter 27, verses 50 and 51. 
That scripture says Jesus, when he had cried again, that is when he was on the cross, and when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost, and behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom, and the earth did quake, and the rocks rent. Hmm. Hallelujah. That is, the, rock was, the rocks were shattered and there was an earthquake. An earthquake. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, the, the, the shedding of the... You need to understand that the shedding of the innocent blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, because he did not commit any sin on the cross, that led to the death... I mean, that led to, the, to his death, you know, destroyed the barrier to the most holy place. I will repeat that again. You need to understand that the shedding of an innocent blood, that is the blood of Jesus, on the cross on the Mount of Calvary led to the I mean, which led to his death, of course. Now, destroyed the barrier because that barrier was a veil. Nobody was permitted the, the veil to the most holy place, even which is the presence of God. We'll be talking more about this with time. So the price for sin, the reason is very simple. The price for the sin that separated us from God has been paid for, was automatically paid for at that point in time. And that is why the renting of the veil, you know what, that is what the renting of the veil in this particular situation implies. That's what it implies. You know, when Jesus Christ gave up the ghost, when he gave up the ghost, the veil that separated the holy place from the most holy place, where the hack resides, where the presence of God is, was turned into two, was rent. That's the English, I mean, that's the English word for that time, was rent. That is, it was turned into two from top to the bottom. And that signifies that the, the entrance to the presence of God, to the most holy place, was now open for as many as believe in Jesus and accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior because that blood will be now begin to atone for the sin of such person. That person will automatically now gain entrance into the most holy place, which is also called the Holy of Holies. Hmm. You gain entrance into that place because that's where the richness of our blessing, the fullness of our blessing is in the presence of God. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. That's where, that's where you're going to get the fullness. What we are taking outside outside the, the most holy place is, is just, they're just peanuts compared with what we are going to stand to enjoy. In his presence, in his presence, there is fullness. That's, that's where you are going to get the fullness of your inheritance. The fullness of joy. May you not miss that for anything in the world. And who made that possible? Our master Jesus by offering himself as everlasting sacrifice. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, to quickly understand this better, I need to give you a little background about the structure of the tabernacle and then vis-a-vis the, the holy place and the most holy place. We, we need to have a better understanding, for, especially for newcomers who are, maybe this is your first time of hearing this kind of subject, because I, my desire, because every time we teach like this, is if you don't receive understanding or have understanding, that message is wasted. So I always try to make effort to make sure, both in prayer and the way I actually pass the message across so that you can really understand the message. Because understanding is what provokes faith. 
And when your faith comes alive, you begin to possess your possessions. Hallelujah. So, for those of us who are not familiar, like I said, with the structure of the tabernacle, it's very important that you understand that there are three sections in the tabernacle, all bounded together by curtains, which are held together with pillars. Now, there is the outer court, where the altar and the washing basin are kept. Next to that is the holy place, where you have the table of the shewbread and the candlestick, which is symbolic of the Holy Ghost. The shewbread is symbolic of the Word of God. Hallelujah. And then the third innermost section is the most holy place, where you have the presence of God, where you have the hack. Hallelujah. With the mercy seat on top of it. Now, now, one something very interesting about this, you know, is that nobody can enter into the most holy place except the high priest, and he can only do that once in a year. And when he's going into that place, they, because the place is so sacred, you can't afford to be careless in that place. They tie a kind of chain around about his waist. So that if he makes a careless mistake and is struck dead or he drops dead, Nobody can even go inside to go and pick his body because as many as we do that, without, without special direct permission from God, we'll be struck dead again. So they may have to pull such high priest out. That's to show you how sacred and how with, how with reverence they approach into that particular place. So it's not a place everybody can approach onto. It's not a place. Until the advent of the death of our Lord Jesus Christ on the cross, when he gave up the ghost and, and the veil was torn into two. Glory to God. You can now begin to understand our excitement when you see this kind of scripture. How that, what the great price our master Jesus paid for us. Glory to God. Quickly listen to this, for those scriptures to further situate so that some of the things I've just summarized now, you can see it in the following scripture and you can take note of them and go and meditate on them on your own so I can have better understanding of what the tabernacle represents in the Old Testament and in the New Testament because whatever you see in the Old Testament is a shadow of the reality of what you are to enjoy and experience in the New Testament. For instance, it may interest you to know that we now, we are now the living temple, we are the living tabernacle of God. In the Old Testament, they have the physical tabernacle, but in the New Testament, we have the living tabernacle. We are that living tabernacle. So as you have those three structures in the Old Testament, the outer court, the holy place, and the most holy place, the same way we have three parts in us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Our, our, our body represents the outer court. Our mind or soul represents the holy place. And then our spirit man, inside the which the Holy Ghost is dwelling, represents the most holy place. That's where God is dwelling inside us. So we are the temple of the living God, if indeed you are born again. But even if you are not yet born again, I have goodness for you. If you just follow me, at the end of this message, you, are, you will be led to give your life to Christ. And as you do that, you will become the temple of God also. You become a living hack of, hack of God and you become untouchable to the host of darkness. So, what are you? I mean, I just want to encourage you, just stay back. Just don't allow anything to distract you so that you don't miss your blessing. Glory be to God. So listen to the following scripture and make sure you write them down so that you can meditate because they will make you to understand more about the tabernacle, the structure of the tabernacle and the and the uh, implications of that in this New Testament. Glory to God. Because you need to understand what's that. So Exodus chapter 26 verse 33. Then that scripture says, And thou shalt hang, and thou sh shalt hang up the veil of the touches, of the touches, that thou mayest bring in thither within the veil the ark of the testimony, 
and the veil shall divide unto you between the holy place and the most holy place. So the veil is what partitions the holy place and the most holy place where the presence of God is. That's what Exodus 26 verse 33 is telling us. That's what that scripture is telling us. Then Exodus chapter 26 again, verse 34, this time around. And thou shalt put the mercy seat upon the ark of the testimony in the most holy place. You know, I've told you that. So the ark, on top of the ark, you have the mercy seat. That is where you enjoy on the mercies of God. The mercy of God will cancel any, will blot out any kind of iniquity you have committed and make you righteous before him. Hallelujah. So you have that in the presence of God, in the most holy place. Then First Kings chapter 8 verse 5 also gave us this revelation. And the priest brought in the ark of the covenant of the Lord into into his place. That is was when King Solomon have now built, you know, they've, they've now built the um, concrete version of the tabernacle before it was the tent. They were using clothing materials before the advent of um, King, uh, King Solomon. But this time around, they've used concrete materials and woods to put up the structure. And But it's still following the same structure, the same pattern. It's not changing. You need to understand that. Uh-huh. And then uh, they, they now brought in the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord into its place, into the oracle of, of the house, to the most holy place. You can see the word the most holy place again, even under the wings of the cherubims, because on top of the, of the mercy seat, there is a structure of two angels called the cherubims, you know, overshadowing the mercy seat. That's exactly the throne of God in heaven. That's the same way it is. As we're talking now on the on, on, overshadowing the, the throne of God at the, the at the angelic angelic beings singing and you know whole, creating a kind of hovering and covering over the over the mercy seat, over the throne of God. That was the place that Lucifer was occupying before before he lost his place. By the mercy of God, you will not lose your place in the mighty name of Jesus. This access into the holy, I mean, into the most holy place is so unique, is so symbolic. That is where the fullness of our blessing and the fullness of our joy lies. By the mess of God, may you and I not miss that for anything in the world. What would make you and I to enjoy it when you begin to grow in knowledge and understanding through listening to messages like this? When you begin to understand the implications of this, of, of what the tabernacle signifies, and that you are that living tabernacle at this time, and that God has made you his temple and is dwelling right inside you and you begin to treasure that knowledge and begin to apply it so that you can find yourself continually in his presence because we now have everlasting access open access into the into the most holy place even into the presence of god by the grace through the grace of our lord jesus christ by his death on the cross because when he gave up the ghost the veil was torn into two that's the topic for today. Somebody shout hallelujah. Glory to God. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for all you have done for us. Glory be to God. Can you imagine this great grace that the Lord has bestowed upon us through our Lord Jesus Christ? Glory be to God. You can see it further again. So these are some of the things you see. So only the high priest, like I've explained before, can enter the most holy place and that is only once in a year like i've explained before after and that is after several sacrifices and the sprinkling of the blood of bulls and goats now these rituals must be done regularly and repeatedly to avert premature death in the camp of israel hallelujah glory be to god 
and you can see what accounts. So some of the accounts again on concerning this can be seen because anything I say, I always I always want to back it up with the word of God so that you can go back to go and check on your own to see whether those things are true. That is actually the characteristic of the Berean Christians and they became more noble. That's how to become more noble. Not just taking people's words on the face value. You take those words, you get the reference, the proofs backing what they are saying from the scripture because anything anybody tells you that is not in the scripture, throw it away. It will only lead you into, 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 into confusion and oppression of the devil and, and, and you know a, a kind of ensnarement. So you've got to be careful. Don't take men, no matter how charismatic they are. Don't take men's words for it. When they preach and teach, get the reference and go and check it for yourself to confirm whether those things they are telling you, they are truly true. Hallelujah. That way you will not miss it. Because in the last days, there will be so many fake prophets and fake teachers. You will not fall prey to them in the mighty name of Jesus of Nazareth. It's glory to God. So the scripture backing some of the statements I've just made are the following again. Note them down. First, first Chronicles chapter 6 verse 49 that scripture says but Aaron and his sons offered upon the altar of the burnt offering and the altar of I mean and on the altar of incense and were appointed for all the works of the place of the place most holy and to make an atonement for Israel according to all that Moses the servant of God had commanded. I just made the statement that they have to make several sacrifices and offerings when they are approaching unto the holy place and the most holy place. That is an, that is one evidence I've just given you. You can get another evidence from um, Leviticus chapter 14 verse 13. And he shall slay the lamb in the place where he shall kill the sin offering and the bond offering. So take note of you can use a different kind of offerings. Sin offering, bond offering, peace offering. And there are so many kind of offerings like that they have to be, you know, they have to offer, you know, to be able to approach to the holy place. <laughs> but thank God, we don't have to go through this rigor again. Our master Jesus, once and for all, he has made himself and he has offered himself as an everlasting sacrifice for us. So he now make, he has now given us that liberty, freedom, you know, from these repeated rituals, which is actually so laborious and it was not really, really very, very convenient. But thank God, the Lord, through our Lord Jesus Christ, has been, I mean, our Master Jesus has been offered as once and for all everlasting sacrifice for us. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord Jesus. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. We give you praise, awesome God, in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. So as you can see, this, praise, this practice has great limitations. Hence, the need to do it repeatedly. Because as they are done finishing offering the sacrifice, before the next minute they've committed another sin. And the wages of sin is dead. Every soul that sins must bear, must, must die. And so for how long are they going to be doing that repeatedly? Repeatedly. Through your look, as I just finished confessing, nah, 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 they're just looking. Especially in these days of spaghetti and macaroni. <laughs> before you finish moving, you have some flash, some dirty thoughts will just flash on in your mind when you see the macaroni and spaghetti and then, and um, and what you call it again, and the hot pans, so to speak. So And you cannot be closing your eyes to walk around. So that is the more reason. But thank God we have the blood of Jesus that atones for us. Of course, we still need to learn to discipline our eyes and our and our and our ears and our sensory organs to sense so that no garbage will be entering to us. 
we need to grow up and mature because not all the time we have to be bleeding the blood anyway but thank god we have the blood of jesus to atone for us as all of us will have perished will have all been destroyed then thank god somebody thank you lord god almighty for my lord jesus thank you lord jesus you say that with me thank you jesus thank you Abba father thank you sweet holy spirit for all you have done for us for this once and for all everlasting sacrifice you have made for me and for us thank you jehovah god in jesus mighty name you, you need to understand the input of this even till now because some people don't have understanding of jesus that is why you still see so many places and so many villages and settings in africa because they lack the knowledge of the truth about jesus and of course the law is still in operation when people commit sin and do commit atrocities they will be dying like chicken and so you still see them trying to offer different kind of sacrifice to trees to wood this was it's lack of knowledge that is making them to do that and of course the devil paints the picture that is the one in charge so they end up unknowingly offering sacrifice to to devils but i see god delivering you from that particular ignorant way in the name of jesus of nazareth so the only true god is god of abraham god of isaac and god of israel and he is the only one that is worthy of worship and worthy of sacrifice and he has already given and offered his only begotten son as a once and for all everlasting sacrifice that's the goodness that is the truth you don't need any other sacrifice you don't need to shed any other blood again the blood of jesus is more than enough for us hallelujah and that will usher you into the presence of god in, in whose presence there's fullness of joy i see you entering into your fullness of joy on the earth in the name of jesus as you embrace this truth take time to meditate on it take time to walk in this truth appropriate it and make sure you are continually in his presence hallelujah glory to god this is what we need to learn it is very important praise the living god and so this is why you know the lord has given to us an everlasting solution in our lord jesus christ that is why god had to sacrifice his only begotten son like i've told you before hallelujah glory be to god because it is only the blood of jesus that actually is worthy i mean that is qualified for that everlasting sacrifice because without shedding of blood there's no remissions of sins hallelujah but thank god that offering has been made for us through our lord jesus christ and we give him all the glory in the name of my lord jesus christ and so this is why the veil has to be torn into two and that is why we have been set free by the mercies of god glory be to god so we are now with that veil being turned into two now and and with the ascension of jesus as many as receive jesus now we have been because we have that's why ephesians chapter 2 verses 4 to 6 now say we have been quickened together with christ we have been lifted together with christ we have been made to sit together with christ in heavenly places so we did not we, we are not only having access into the most holy place we are not only having access into the presence of god into the throne of grace of god is that therefore approach boldly unto his throne to his throne of grace and mercy to obtain grace and mercy in time of need so we, by the blood that's why anytime you want to come into his presence you come by the blood of jesus say, i plead the blood of jesus somebody say that now say i plead the blood of jesus i plead the blood of jesus so you enter into his presence by the blood of the lamb that is what grants us access that what that was the price that was paid for the veil to be torn into two and granted open the door for us to approach into the presence of god glory to god hallelujah and so that actually is the price and so the blood of jesus christ of nazareth made all this possible so we enter the print of the presence of god with um with um 
by the blood of Jesus and by faith. Glory to God. And so we enter into the fullness of our joy. As we begin to summarize all this, the question is what must I do to be qualified to enter and, I mean, to enter and abide in the most holy place, even in the presence of God with Jesus? The very first thing you must do, as you can rightly guess, you must believe in Jesus and accept him as your Lord and Savior. That is what we call being born again. You must believe in Jesus and accept him as your Lord and Savior. Number two, you must be baptized in the Holy Ghost to the point of speaking in tongues. Number three, you have to daily read and obey the word of God. You have to daily read and obey the word of God. Number four, you have to daily listen to anointed teachings of the word of God like this and apply the revelations of the truth that the Lord is bringing your way. And so you are delivered and transformed. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I'll be right back. We make a miracle walker, promise keeper, light and the darkness. My God, that is who you are. We make a miracle walker, promise keeper, light and the darkness. My God, that is who you are. You're welcome back. This is Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. I'm your host, Dio Dukura, just simply Daddy D. Now, the topic we have been exploring today is the veil of the temple was rent or turned into two, granting us everlasting access into the presence of God. Glory to God. And that we have learned that for us to be qualified to enjoy gaining access or being able to approach into the presence of God, the, the most holy place, hallelujah, then the first thing we must do is to believe in Jesus and accept him as our Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. Are you ready to begin that journey? And of course, you need to also be baptized in the Holy Ghost to the point of speaking in tongues. Are you ready to begin that journey? Lift up your right hand, wave your hand, say the following after me. Say, my heavenly Father, I believe Jesus Christ is your holy begotten Son. I believe Jesus Christ is Lord. Lord Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to go and sin no more. I plead the blood of Jesus. Wash away my sins and give me the grace to go and sin no more. And grace, give me the grace to hate sin and to love righteousness. Write my name in the book of life and fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Congratulations. Congratulations. If you have paid that prayer, angels are rejoicing over you now. I rejoice with you also. Make sure you look for a good Bible believing church. And at the begin, the first thing you must do is to attend the Believers Foundation School and make sure you are baptized in the Holy Ghost. They will also teach you so many other things to establish your spiritual foundation. Don't miss that for anything in the world. But it should, in case your church is not having that kind of program, which is very, very important. I want to encourage you to join us at Winners Chapel every Monday, just two Mondays only. You know, you'll be taught six powerful lessons. You'll be given six powerful keys that will establish your spiritual foundation. So join us if you are very close to the headquarters church at Canaan Land. Then you can ask for when you get to the gate, tell the security man you are going to the uh, foundation school. 6 p.m. But get there before 6, please, because the teaching starts exactly on the six by 6 on the dot. 6 p.m. I'm talking about in the evening, please. So when you get there, you ask for Kingdom Heritage, the North Supreme, the North Supreme Primary School. And then you just walk in there, the security man will guide you. And you join us there. Two Mondays. And you'll be baptized in the Holy Ghost to the point of speaking in tongues by the grace of God. Don't miss that for anything in the world. Then from henceforth, just get your Bible and begin to study minimum two chapters every day. And make sure you begin to obey it. 
as you begin to do these things and apply this knowledge like the, like the one you have gained today now you begin to you begin to obtain special favor and grace you, you begin to enjoy the presence of god and the fullness of the blessing of god will begin to find expression in your life in the mighty name of jesus of nazareth but you are automatically you also become the living ark of god you become the living because when you activate your knowledge in that truth you become untouchable i see any area the enemy has been harassing you i see such terminated and destroyed in jesus mighty name glory to god quickly want to minister to those who are sick maybe you are challenged with sickness when we are the other we are also sent for that purpose you know you have, haven't received the word of god now that's the fun your healing has already been established i just want to just quickly agree with you so that you can just possess your possession you know something why we don't need too much duration about this issue of healing before you are born Jesus has paid the price for your healing so you are just to collect it that's why we don't need too much duration because some people especially in this part of the world when things are not very difficult they don't believe it is true or real they want something until it's very difficult that's when they say ah that thing must be genuine which must be real it's a lie when it comes to the things of Jesus there's a simplicity in the gospel you just receive it like a child let your faith come alive I see your healing it doesn't matter whether it's paralysis whether you couldn't walk you get out of that sick bed now in the name of Jesus. Just obey. Hear what the scripture says in Mark 16, 17. I mean, Mark, I mean, I'm talking about Mark 11, 24. Whatsoever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive it and you shall have it. It's as simple. And when you truly believe you receive it, you begin to behave like you have received it. And then you will become it and experience it. I hope you don't forget that. That's why you need to you know, listen to the past podcast of this message because you need to listen to me again again, this kind of ministry. I mean, what I'm saying to understand it very well. You know, if you just listen one time, you may not quickly get what I'm saying, but you need to listen again and again. And as you listen again and again, and you understanding light will strike in your heart and then you'll be able to possess your possession. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You can find them on Anchor and Spotify. Just search with Dio Odukoya and then you will see all our past episodes. And you know, and then you can always receive uh, your revel. I mean, re- inspiration that will bring about revolutions in your life in Jesus' name. Let's quickly. If you are there, you are standing for somebody sick, or you are challenged in any area. Lift up your. I mean, stretch forth your hand and touch the gadget where my voice is coming to you. And please expect it the following, because the Holy Ghost is everywhere. The Holy Ghost will run through you. It will overshadow you, and it will destroy the root of that sickness. And then the Holy Ghost will replace and repair and restore any part of your body the enemy has stolen or killed or destroyed. If you believe this statement, say Amen and amen hallelujah so begin to say amen to these prayers now in the name of jesus of nazareth jehovah lift all these precious souls before you in jesus name because these ones have given their life to christ they are not permitted to be sick again for because by your stress we are healed you took our infirmities you bore our sickness therefore in jesus name will be to spirit of infirmity lose him now in the name of jesus lose her now in the name of jesus i proclaim you healed in the name of jesus receive your healing now Shout it. Thank you, Jesus, for healing me. I receive my healing now. Begin to celebrate your healing. Begin to do what you couldn't do before. Say, thank you, Jesus. I know you have healed me. I'm getting out of this bed now. So I say, I command you, therefore, in the name of Jesus, arise and make your bed. Arise and make your bed. Arise and make your bed. In the name of Jesus, my Lord Jesus has healed you. If you believe it, say thank you, say thank you, Jesus. I know you have healed me. I'm getting out of this wheelchair. I'm getting out of this bed now. As you are making that effort, the power of the Holy Ghost will overshadow you and strengthen you and put you back on your feet. Just keep making that effort in the Holy Ghost, believing that the Lord has indeed healed you. 
and your healing shall be established. I want to hear your testimony. The word of God cannot fail. Lord, delivered me from asthma. Lord, deliver my father and Lord from paralysis and leukemia. That is Papa Kenneth Egin of Blessed Memory and so many others. The Lord who delivered us is has delivered you now. Believe it, behave it, and you soon become it. In the name of Jesus. Congratulations. I want to hear from you. As I run off, I'll have this special announcement to quickly give as I quickly as we quickly run off now. Now, if you want to share your testimony of your new birth experience or healing, or you need counsel or guidance concerning Holy Ghost baptism or financial breakthrough or marital challenges or career and academic challenges, or you need, you know, or maybe you want to be a partner in this assignment. I know or in any way or you are interested in some of our past podcasts or books or materials you can get across to me through the whatsapp number i'm going to share with you now and then especially also if you are gifted and talented you know and you have discovered it at correctly and you have developed it very well you are just at the point of production and it's not that you are desperately looking for money you want to be a blessing, you are passionate, you want to be a blessing to the body of Christ and you just need support. Those are the kind of people we are calling for. But if you know it is money you are looking for, don't bother calling us. It's not necessary. But if you know you want to be a blessing to the body of Christ and then you just need support to produce maybe your musical tracks or or drama um, videos and other things like that, then you can get across or maybe books. You have a solid message that we can pass across through books. Or you are good in programming, you can produce cartoon and you need support, then you can get across to me through this number. Are you ready with your pen? Now, 234-909-6505-735. Let me repeat it again. 234-909-6505-735. Hallelujah. I want to hear from you. No flashing, please. Just make sure you send a text message or you just call me. And remember, it's not what you know that matters, but what you do with what you know. As you begin to apply these divine secrets, I see God putting you on top of all your contemporaries in the name of Jesus. See you again next week and God bless you. You've been listening to Dr. Dio Odukoya, taking you on a life-transforming journey to ensure you being a winner on earth. For more information and testimonies, contact Daddy D on... 090-96-50-5735. Until next time, keep basking in God's grace. Jesus.